<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Hello, everyone. I'm Mario Flario. Welcome back to Mmm, a food <laughs> podcast where we talk all things food, local restaurants, local establishments, and things that make me go mmm. And one person who, as you know, if you watch NBC 10, always makes me go mmm, except for one time in April, but we won't talk about that right now, <laughs> is our great friend and talented chef, Frank Terranova from A Class of Cooking. Frank Thanks for joining me. Uh, Mario, we have, Happy New Year. Welcome. Thank you for having me. And no, I didn't forget that April Fool's Day. Trust me. We're, we're Italian. It takes a while. <laughs> I'm still waiting for payback. <laughs> I, I know he's going to lull me into a sense of security. And then when I least expect it, bam. But uh, so we are into a new year. Of course, one of the biggest New Year's resolutions that people have. I want to eat healthy. I want to eat better. How do you do that without losing the taste and the, the things that make you go, mmm? Mari, that's not difficult to do, believe it or not. I mean, what, may, what causes issues with people? Fresh, whole food does not hurt you as long as you don't eat a ton of it. What is the destructive thing in this is the prepared foods, the things that you buy. The, if you go to the market, there's thousands and thousands of containers of food, canned food, frozen food, some of which are really good. But if you look at the component of this, it's, it's, that's where the issue is. So, I mean, if you have a seven or an eight ounce steak, that's not gonna, that's not gonna drive anybody crazy. I, you know, it's not gonna kill anybody with a vegetable and a potato. But once again, there are the, the big trend, uh, the trend is coming in now is really the plant-based. That's becoming really the big hitter. And I've been try I'm trying to get my hands on some of this. They have a plant-based chicken breast. Mm -hmm. um, I've had the, the, the other burger, what they call Beyond Burger. Eh, okay. But I'm looking, I'm dying to see this, this chicken up close and personal so I can see how it works. But they claim it's incredible. But the whole thing with eating is you've got to eat normal. I mean, don't eat like a, a, pound, of, uh, a pound of food or a pound of pot. I wait, I don't, I don't like, I can't eat a lot of food, I'll be honest with you. And... If I go to a restaurant, I have friends that have me, you know, they'll send out an appetizer because they know you. And it's difficult because how much can you eat and I try to order food? At home, believe it or not, when I do pasta, I only eat about, I weigh out about 125 grams. Now that 125 grams will give me about 350 when it's cooked. So the pasta will triple in size. So really 350 grams is, is, is a little more than a half a pound in some cases. But that, that's the whole trick. And then you exercise is the thing. I'm at the gym six days a week. I'd go seven, but I tape, so I'm not going to go to the gym today because I got to go home and somebody's got to wash these dishes. What am I going to do? Right. But that's the whole thing. Yeah. Well, I always say my mantra is um, everything in moderation. So like you said, I remember uh, going a uh, trip to Italy years ago and the portion sizes were just right. And I was thinking if I was back in the U.S., there'd be huge portion sizes. I never left a restaurant um, feeling Ugh, like I was full, but I felt satisfied and it was fresh and it was delicious, yeah. even like pasta and all that. The, that, the American palate craves gigantic items. Uh, 
a friend of mine, he, he left, he was retired. He was executive chef of um, um, MGM in Disney. And I was going to all their restaurants. When I went, I, I, I looked at the size of the sandwich. I said, why are these things so gigantic? He says, I, we can't cut them down. He says, the people want gigantic sandwiches. We don't care if we raise the price in orbit. They want that gigantic food item. So that's what's, that's what's difficult with people. But I mean, you, you go to the store and you see people, there's a lot of people are purchasing. You go to the, to, the, to the higher end markets and you see people are buying. And in order to eat healthy and to eat organic, it's pricey. I mean, but you don't have to eat a tremendous amount of food. You eat to get satisfied. I hate to eat a heavy meal and like, I'm gonna fall asleep behind the wheel. I don't even drink that much. And it's, it's inc- it, that's the whole trick to this, this eating healthy. Yeah, and I know people, because they just associate me with eating all the time on TV. I actually, other than the segments, I actually do eat in moderation. I do eat healthy the rest of the week, other than when you're feeding me. But yeah, I definitely think you can uh, eat things like meat, eggs, cheese, but all in moderation. Exactly. And if you eat, you know, uh, whole things that yeah. are that are, you know, not processed. Well, you're the bacon guy. And I, matter of fact, I'm going to go to Costco and I'm going to pick up another belly and I'm going to make another pot. So I'll hook you up when I, when I get it made. But when I go, I go to the gym, then I go home <clears throat> and I have bacon and eggs. I have my own bacon. I'll cut three or four slices and I'll make a, I like the French rolled omelet and I'll make an omelet. So what a, you know, it's not, I'm not cooking it in a lot of fat. I got just enough fat from the bacon that I can deal with it and I'll make something. And so it's really, it's not that difficult. And that keeps me, now I go to the gym at five. I'm generally home at six. I'll eat at 6.20 and I'm good until lunch. Okay. So it's not, so you don't really have to do a lot of like substituting this for that. You just can eat what you like, but just do it, like you said, in moderation and, and do it, you know, and one of the biggest things that people don't understand too is the amount of liquor that <laughs> is the killer i mean what can i tell you mm-hmm. and you know I, and i don't drink that much personally but i am a junk food freak i mean if it has sugar in it i'm on it so i say okay i did you know i ate a pint of ben and jerry's all right i'll, I'll spend an extra half hour tomorrow at the gym but i can get away with it yeah, but course. my metabolism can move it too, and your metabolism moves it too. Yes, thank goodness. <laughs> Otherwise, I wouldn't be able to keep doing these segments. Um, let's talk about what are we're in twenty twenty two now. Are there any like big hot food trends we're going to see come out this year? Yeah, you're gonna. It's going to get crazy. Uh, first trend, everybody they go after different countries. Uh, first, first of all, heritage food is coming in. All these crazy things with skyscrapers and and, and things on it are going to be going. Um, they claim that. Fine dining will not disappear, but East and West Africa food is going to be the is a new mantra this year. Um, the 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 plant based chicken they can't keep it on the shelves fast enough. I'm serious. KFC came out with it and they can't keep it on. Um, ghost kitchens. You've heard of a ghost kitchen? No. What is that? A ghost kitchen is a business that doesn't have people come in. They just cook and send the food out. You don't have, you have, you don't have a big labor. It, it, it's, you don't have to deal with staff, nothing. And that's what's becoming more and more evident. Wendy's is the big one. Wendy's is planning to put in by 25, by, by 2025, 700 ghost kitchen operations across the country. And of course, they're in the UK also. Is where people can go and you can want to go sit and have one of those, whatever they make, burgers. But they're going to ghost kitchen food out to... They're going to be actually doing catering, and that's what's becoming big. Low alcohol, which is unusual because after the pandemic, but low alcohol is going to be something that people are going to get away from. 
for some reason. Now, these are predictions. I didn't make these predictions. These are done by consulting companies uh, based out of New York. These are huge companies. And this is the really crazy one, uh, robots. Uh, the robot, they call them the Robo Flip. It's an actual robot that can cook hamburgers. It can actually cook French fries and drain them. And the fast food place is going to use them because you're going to be ordering and then you're going to play with your credit card so there's no cash transaction when you get to the window. You pull up to the window and a robot is going to hand you your food. I don't know how you're going to do it if there's a mistake, if the thing is going to go, not here right now. I have no idea what you're going to do, Mario. I'll be honest. It, they're already, there's White Castle in New York are already using them. Uh, there's a couple of McDonald's, I think, in the UK that are using them. So they're going to become more and more popular. They have them on the cruise ship. Uh, they have an actual uh, bartender that makes the drinks. And I've seen it. It's, it's pretty interesting. You put, you put your ca credit card you want, uh, make me a screwdriver or make me a Bloody Mary. And this crazy machine comes out and bing, bing, and you get it and you walk away. And you can see it make the drink? <clears throat> yeah, you stand there and watch it make the drink. Well, everything is push button. Okay. Uh, so that everything, is, I mean, Mario, the technology in the business, because last year, and this is a true fact, 890,000 people left the food business and hospitality business. That's, that's the actual number because people said, I'm not, gonna get, I'm not making any money, I'm out of here. And that's what they did. And unfortunately for the businesses, how much can you pay somebody when you're trying to sell, even if you pick on a fast food place like a McDonald's or a Burger King, I mean, they can only sell that item for pocket change. Technically, how much can they charge if they're paying somebody, which I understand. I mean, nobody should work for less than in my opinion, should not work for less than $15 an hour right. anywhere. And those people have to be paid, so somebody's got to take the hit. Yeah, I was going to say, because some people would say, oh, these robots are taking people's jobs, but we've talked about in the news a lot that people are leaving the food industry and they can't find enough help. Right, they're not, they're not substituting a, a person with a robot. They need... They need somebody that, first of all, they're not going to need, they need somebody that's not going to take any BS. <laughs> when you pull up to, we're going to fight with a robot. <laughs> I don't think so. <clears throat> yeah. Um, that's really interesting about the uh, the robots. Yep. And uh, what about, uh, I, I, what types of foods I, you think are going to be like <clears throat> either popular or, you know, some, the staple, the good old staples or are there going to be some new shiny toys out there? They got a lot of, they got a lot of, veg, a lot of products coming in from uh, Asia. Um, I went to the Asian market yesterday, as a matter of fact, I went to the, the Chinese market, which is off Elmwood Avenue, and they had fruits in there that, and they had fish, and they had fruits in there that I've never seen before. I mean, the fruit, I know what they are, like loquats, uh, rambutans, um, jackfruit. I know how to handle them. I've, I've used them before. A lot of people come in and see this gigantic thing that's bigger than a football, and they're going to try to figure out how I can deal with it. And believe it or not, jackfruit is delicious. That is the, that is the vegan's choice for a meat substitute when they're making something because when you cut that open it has these big nodules in there and they have kind of like a meat texture to them durian is one of my favorite they're going to start moving that more and more because durian is is good for your body but in asia they don't like you to you can't take them on a public thoroughfare on, you can't take them on public transportation because the the smell is pretty scary i don't know if you've had durian before oh yeah. durian is out of this i love it uh, Rambutans, kumquat, loquat, um, not kumquat, loquats, uh, lychee, uh, mangosteens, uh, they're, they're gorgeous. And they're coming in and people are going to try to look at them. And they are pricey because they've got to go through a whole battery of uh, checkups before they come into the United States. 
But everything is going to pretty much, pasta is, is kind of fading back a little bit, uh-huh. although people, you know, they're going to get the ethnic groups who are going to be eating pastas. Um, the vegan is going to, vegan is really, really, really huge and good for them. I mean, you know, I like a burger, but people like, that's, that's fine. I mean, I, I don't have any problem. I've dealt with vegans in the past. I mean, we have a, that, uh, what's her name? Uh, Kim Anderson has that um, Plant City in Providence. The place is crazy. And, of course, she's got two other restaurants. I don't know if you realize, you know, Brady's a vegan. I don't know if you know that Arnold Schwarzenegger is a vegan. I mean, where did that muscle come from when he was younger, but he was a vegan? And so many of your football players uh, are vegans. If you ever saw the size, I'm trying to figure out how they get this big. Yeah, you can get a lot of protein exactly. with, you know, plant-based yep. protein. I was at um, Plant City a while back, um, and I had... Um, quesadilla oh my god it was delicious i've had her food she sent it to me we have when we had that radio show the food is really really good yeah um before we talk about the robots you mentioned something and then i forgot to ask you about it you said low alcohol what what is that no no, not low alcohol people are going to be backing off alcohol now this is what the this is what these these are what these people projected Mm -hmm. um i went to the liquor store the other day i was like I was astonished. I mean, I don't go to liquor stores. If I go something, I'll get a bottle of wine to cook with. Mario, I got over 100 bottles of wine in my refrigerated cabinet at home. I'm not bragging, but it's still there. I got wines 25, 30 years old. I'm not a big drinker. I may crack one occasionally, but uh, I went and I was, I was walking around. I was in awe of the different beverages that they have. Uh, I'm talking about the ultra high-end stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, all these fancy tequilas and these scotches and these bourbons. I mean, good for them. People like it. I mean, I, I, every so often I'll have a table. I'll take a tablespoon. That's how bad I am. Of a tablespoon of like Jack Daniels or something or bourbon and sip on it. People say there's, there's something wrong. Well, I don't, I'm not a big, I was never an alcohol drinker anyway. Hmm. So I know if I want some fine wine, I'll come to your house. Not a problem. I got, I got some, I got a, I got a bunch of uh, crystals. I got some Opus. I got Dom Perignon. You're good, Mario. All right. We won't tell anyone where you live. We don't want anyone to break that's in. That's right. Nah, that's okay. Um, so uh, speaking of healthy eating, back to that topic, um, there are ways to eat healthy and make delicious foods. And you've made something for me um, that I want you to describe since people are used to seeing us together on yep. TV and can see all the ingredients. So if you can give an, a description of uh, what this is and what the ingredients are and how you put it together. Okay, babe, what this is, Mario, this is for, we did this on Studio 10. It's going to be, and it's a good play because football's, the football game's cutting on. Uh, what we did, this is a barbecued pork. Now, most people think that barbecued pork is a butt that you strip, which is, that's what it is. This is made with ground pork. It's, cons- it's similar to a sloppy joe, but it's tighter, which means uh, it doesn't fall apart on you. You're not going to need a, a lobster bib when you eat it. And what's interesting is I bought this at the store, and it was a fresh-packed ground pork, which meant not these bubble packs because you don't know what the fat content is. And when I cooked this, I was even showing people, I cooked this in a tablespoon of olive oil. There was literally no fat glistening. Now, because what I had to do with this, I had to use a little bit of water when I cooked the meat to break it down because the proteins would seize because there's no fat. And all I did was add onion, garlic, uh, fresh onion, fresh garlic, and we sauteed it out of the pork, some peppers and onions, um, some, yeah, peppers and uh, two different color peppers. You could put three color, and then barbecue sauce. Now, if you want to pop it up with a little bit of sriracha or a hot or Tabasco, knock yourself out. And you made a slaw which is, I called it a bling-bling slaw, which is very colorful cabbage, carrots, but it contained vinegar and a little bit of, actually it contained a white balsamic, olive oil, salt, pepper, pinch of sugar, 
I mean, I use the Hawaiian roll because everything is pungent. So the Hawaiian roll is a kind of like a sweet roll. And, and it worked out really well. And I mean, if they ever took a breakdown of this, um, you're going to find that it's really, it, it's really, really healthy. Now, one or two, if you eat like seven, eight of them, well, I, nothing I can do. And what's interesting is we talk, I want to revert back to the chicken again. Now, this chicken is coming out, this, this plant-based chicken. Massive, massive, I don't know what they're going to do. They're going to do something unless massive sodium content. It has more sodium than a hot dog. The plant-based chicken. The plant-based chicken is running about five change milligrams of sodium. Now, this is unless they come out with another one. But anytime they use a pea, actually, they're using pea with, with shredded bamboo. That is the meat composite. And they use a lot of salt. It's got to be put. I'm not a food scientist. They would be able to best answer why they put so much sodium in it. But that's how much sodium is in this. Is it to give it the flavor? I it guess. It has to be because you're not putting in, you're not putting in a protein. Um, and then what's it, what is, you mentioned the Hawaiian bread. What exactly is that? I, I see it on TV, the commercials Hawaiian bread. All right, they started, it's not in Hawaii. They call it King Hawaiian bread. They make, they make uh, dinner rolls. They make uh, hot dog rolls. It's just, a, it's just a roll that's very, very sweet. It has a high sugar content. It looks like a potato roll, and it lends itself to things that are generally, like a hot dog is going to be salty, so that would work. Um, this particular sandwich had a little bit of seasoning in it because I use barbecue sauce. If you spike it up, and that sweet roll is going to take the flavor. But they're called Hawaiian sweet rolls. Mm. And uh, Hawaiian it, king rat, I'm sorry. Yeah, and it could be with meatballs too, right? Yeah. I bet. All right, so now the moment of truth, of course. <laughs> I always have to, um, I'm going to emphasize because people can't see my expression, but. And you, if you notice, Mario, this, this sandwich, you bit this. And there's nothing, nothing fell out because everything is, because of the ground pork, mm. it's nice and tight. Um, it it mm. didn't collapse. If it was like a wet sloppy joe, it would be all over the place. Mm. Oh, my gosh. Mm. This is so good. It is. It's, I mean, we mm. call it KIS. Keep it simple. Yeah. And it's not that messy, believe it no. or not. I was worried about that. I'm wearing my suit right now. But... Mm -mm -mm. And what were the seasonings you put in the in the? Just ch uh, chili powder, cumin, mm. um, a little salt and pepper. And what we did was when we put the meat in, we toasted the chili powder and the cumin. Mm. Usually, some spices, if not a majority of spices, are water uh, oil soluble. These particular ones are not. Uh, but I like to toast them, and then the, the flavor comes out when you add liquid to it. So even though I toasted, now the spice picked up a nicer flavor. Once we added. The meat, the meat was added to it. Once we added a little bit of water, that extracted the flavor out. Hmm. And that's what, the, that's what they call them. That's why they call them pretty much water-based, water-soluble spices. Mm. Mm. And you ate the whole thing. I ate the whole thing. <laughs> right. You can't see it, but... You never spilled it. Never got yeah. it on you. Good. I know. You're good. Great. What, is it, what do you call it again? Uh, this is called, this is called um, barbecue pork with a bling-bling slaw. Oh, mm. <laughs> Great dish to make for your, your watching the football game, watching the Pats win. Well, it is perfect. Okay. All right. I'm not, okay. All right. <laughs> I think I just lost a friend. No, nah, we're good, Ma. We'll let it slide. <laughs> yeah. We'll let it slide. We'll let the slider slide, That's right? It. All right, Chef Frank, turn over from a class of cooking. Any final thoughts? No, just enjoy yourself and you know, eat moderate. I mean, every so often you're going to load up and say, wow, this is really that good, but. You know, back off. The prepared food is the biggest killer of them all. You know, the box mac and cheeses and some of these other items, 
if people read the numbers, they, they'd be astonished. Uh, they don't need don't. I read. I probably read every single can, every single box in the store, uh, and I look at it. And I'm not a I'm not a total nutrition fanatic. I mean, I eat everything, and I love you know I love junky candy. Uh, so I mean, there's my downfall. I like root beer soda. So I mean, I, I'm better off probably drinking a glass of wine. But I like Coke Zero. I mean, I'm, I'm not branding, but hey, this is what I like. What moderation? I'm not going to sit and drink a whole six pack. Nice. You like what you like That's and do right. in moderation. Exactly. All right. Thank you, Frank. Mario, thank you. This is Mario Flario with Mmm, a food podcast. May all of your days be filled with mmms. <laughs>